Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got Kyle Mack. Oh, he's back, baby. Yeah, back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> Welcome oh, this back. Is my house. Welcome so, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kyle was gone last week. He was in, uh, he had a little call in at the end there, but he's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was your trip? It was good. How was a uh, va- little vacay? Yeah, it was good. Put um, your hair down. How was it? It was a lot of driving. Yeah. But I, I mean, I like to drive, right? Um, but even, you know. How many hours there? When you there? Say, you were saying like 18 or something, right? Yeah. So it was like, it was, it was probably more than that, actually. Or even like. Well, yeah, to get there. Total, it was probably like what? It's closer to like 50 hours. Total Damn. Of driving. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause it was, let's see. I mean, I didn't do any math, but. Um, probably like a billion, jillion hours. <laughs> uh, probably close to like. 26 or 7 hours to get there. Jesus Christ. And then back was quicker, but, you know, pedal to the meadow, baby. Lead foot, Kyle Magazine. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it, uh, so I went to Austin, mm-hmm. but I wanted to go, you know, uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah. And then drive, because now I'm, I'm like 400 miles more north, so I had to drive over and then down. Yeah. So I added quite a bit. It's probably more than 12. I mean, how was the Grand Canyon? It was cool. I mean, I uh, we got there the first day, saw it the next morning. Yeah, and we got we, we we're like, oh, we're gonna do the sunrise. We're we're fucking troopers here. We're gonna yeah. do fucking sunrise. You know, we got up, we got there before the sun started coming up, just in time. It was perfect for like ten minutes. It was like it was great, and then the sun went into the clouds. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. We, oh, this we, is worth it. We saw it. All right. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, well, you know, this. it's hard to grasp how big the Grand Canyon is. Yeah. You look at it like, oh, it's just a fucking pit in the ground. Oh, there's yeah. a little bit of water down there. You're like, but let's walk like a quarter mile or more to, we'll get a different view of, yeah. of the Grand Canyon. We walk and then we look. It looks the fucking same. <laughs> exactly the same. So I'm like, oh, there's, I can see the Colorado, like a little sliver of it. I'm like, let's get a little farther, you know, more west so we can see more of it because there's yeah. rocks in the way. Yeah. No, it's it looked exactly the same no matter where we took yeah. pictures. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah, you this pulled up like what, big. Google World or whatever yeah. and looking at it, I'm like, yep, there you go. I saw it. I don't even I need to go. I don't <laughs> even need to drive there. Yeah, we can, we can skip like. Technology is great. <laughs> <laughs> you just say to your, your, your wife. Look, we got it right here. What the fuck is the problem? <laughs> I got to pull it up on TV if it's a better view well, for you. My aunt <laughs> sent me a postcard. It's right here. <laughs> Look. <laughs> uh, um, so it's good. It was good. I mean, it was a good experience. Um, the second day driving was uh, pretty miserable, though. How so? It was like uh, 11 hours. Ugh. And um, New Mexico had just basically like locked down like a couple of days before we we're going to leave. So we knew we couldn't stop there. Yeah. So basically we drove like half the length, half the width, I should say of Arizona, the mm. full length of New Mexico. Yeah. And like a hundred or so miles into Texas. Oh. So we did, that was a really, I mean, it was, it was a long, rough, it was pretty rough. It was a rough day. Um, it was a rough one, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to stop, I think, in Arizona at like the meteor crater. There's some things that were closed and some things that we had realized, like, if we do this, we're not going to make it before like 11 o'clock in Texas where we're going in Amarillo. Mm-hmm. 
So we we tried we did you know our best not to come in contact with anyone. We you know washed up every every chance, but we I don't think we talked to a single soul in New Mexico. Yeah, I think we only talked to people like at the hotels just to check in in Arizona and Texas. Um, Texas is really fucking flat. I don't know if you know this. Certain parts of it. it's it's a big fucking state. I've never been. Yeah, yeah, but it's like. We drove from Amarillo down to Austin, and it's like flat as fuck until you get to like 200 miles before you get to Austin, and you got a little bit of hills. <laughs> but it was flat as hell. Mm-hmm. But um, it's cool. They have like, um, I mean, like crazy uh, amount of solar, like or sorry, wind turbines. Yeah, like as far as I could see. Um, but uh. Yeah, dude, it was it was a it was a good trip. We uh, spent time with family in Austin. Mm-hmm. Did some shooting. I think I told you I was building a, a rifle. Yeah, just for that, and then I threw it away once we were done. It's like you just <laughs> throw it out the car. Like, the we're river. done with done with you. <laughs> like it's a a murder weapon. Throw yeah. it in the river. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Um, <laughs> the times were good. Um, the drive back was pretty good. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, it was like a 13-hour drive <laughs> just the first day. So we drove Jeez. back from... Well, we had a couple of days to chill yeah. in Austin, which was great, mm-hmm. um, where we just three days did nothing. I didn't want to even drive or do anything. Yeah. Usually when I get there, like when I fly in, I'm like, I can't wait to get out of this house. It's a really nice house. It's huge. Yeah. I can't wait to like, let's go explore it. I just want to go drive and do something. But yeah. this was like, fuck, I don't want to do anything. It's major chill mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we uh, drove back. We drove from Austin to Tucson. So we basically did the same thing. We drove a big length of Texas, yeah, a piece of New Mexico back to Arizona. So didn't want to stop at all, like I said. Um, only stopped for fuel. Yeah. We could. But like some of the hotels, like they were barren. Like you know that no one was staying there. We didn't even try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's like, yeah, shut down as much as you said. Yeah. Even more than California. It's yeah. It's crazy. There were some times, like, the weather was pretty nuts. Um, some crazy fog. Super cold. Like, I had, like, a frost warning that came up on my car, on the car we rented. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I I, I always think that, because I'm an idiot. I think desert, it's always hot. Well, yeah, it was just through like New Mexico, a, too. Just like cartoons. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, the fog was crazy. It, like, zapped all my f- mental focus. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't very much, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't very hard. I was tapped. <laughs> Tapping. <laughs> um, Uncle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was also raining and it was like 35 degrees, 36. And it was like showing frost warning. I'm like, fuck. Damn. Fog, rain, and that. I'm like, God damn it. Be, am I going to be sliding off the road here pretty soon? Yeah. But um, yeah, made it Just like that. Mario on a, like a banana. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> just like spin out um that's <laughs> you <laughs> with your wife <laughs> like it's some like fun thing whoa <laughs> could easily just die <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but then we stopped in um we went to phoenix we spent some time there my wife we went to uh like a botanical garden there mm-hmm. they have like a bunch of cactus and stuff yeah it kind of shows what I got out of it. Yeah. No, it was pretty cool. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's, <laughs> yep, that's a plant. <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. Um, 
they had like a whole dedicated area that they maintained and it was a big chunk of land that you could walk across. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We yeah, made it back. I think it was like a 10 day thing. So we, we made it back a day early. There you we go. Went back on like Saturday night mm-hmm. and then kind of, we took the car back that, that night and we got some extra money back. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks back they gave us. Like, what? One day? Yeah. It was pretty good. I think it was just under a hundred bucks. So but, I got extra money to bear in a hole in my pocket. Gas here when we left was like $3 and like 30 or 40 cents. Yeah. Um, in Texas, the cheapest I saw was like one fifty six. Damn. It's crazy. We should just fill up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when I got back, it was like, it was like 40 cents cheaper here. Mm-hmm. So I was like really confused. It's like, it was two ninety nine. That is like, what do I do? Oh, I was like, what, what, what price was it when we left? I'm like, you're racking your brain like, like it was it, so like, I thought it was so much cheaper when we were there. Like it's it matters. Only, it's only 40 cents. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. But, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was a pretty good trip. Had fun. Yeah, there you so go. It was good to, I mean, it was kind of nail biting in certain situations, but no, like, on, on the that's drive, all yeah. what a vacation's about, baby. Yeah. <laughs> My vacations. <laughs> Got to keep me tense. Yeah. It keeps me sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Always be ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's my what's new, I guess. Yeah. But, uh. What about you? I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, work has been just crazy with like, you know, Christmas or whatever coming Yeah, with like Black Friday. Black Friday and shit like that. Yeah. Do you buy anything for Black Friday? Any sales stuff? Oh, I did. I did buy some stuff, but I I think it was on sale, but it wasn't necessarily marketed as Black Friday. Yeah. I wanted to, but I'm like. I don't really need anything. I mean, I did buy, I did buy some computer stuff. Yeah. So. I did buy a plug-in for UAudio. Ooh, wow. Are we talking plug-ins this time? Oh, no, I, did, I, I bought a, because with Universal Audio, they do sales and they have one in like the kind of Black Friday to the, I guess, end of the year or whatever. Oh, really? And they I was like, oh man. Last that long? Yeah. And it was like something that's like 350 bucks or whatever for like this like. Really? And a model after like an API. Um, so it has like preamp, uh, noise compress, or sorry, uh, noise gate, a compressor, and then an EQ all in one all channel one. strip. So it looks like an API, like on the 500 type uh-huh. of things. On a, um, you know, you would have like a, like a big board or whatever, and that's like the API consoles, like little or little modules you can put in. That it's modeled after that. So I bought one because I was like, oh man, it's $350 and it's on sale for $90. Really? And I think I'm like, oh man. And I was like, yeah. And then I had like a little thing for like $25 off. So it ended up only being like 75 something no like that. Way. So I was like getting it. And I'm like, man, that's such a good deal. I'm like, I paid for like, I mean, physically nothing. It made me think I'm like, oh, I got a good deal. It's, it's, it's cool because it's just like the... You audio plugins are all really awesome. Like the ones that come free with, like, you know, I say free, you're buying that thing. Yeah. But they're all really fucking good. I'm like, God damn. I was using them on like, uh, just like mixing and just like the rough mixes of like just in case stuff. It really fucking brings the drums to life or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this thing could be cool for vocals and stuff like that. And what's cool about the universal audio stuff is like you can record into it like that's your preamp like you can and you can or you can use it like a plugin that you add to a waveform yeah 
but you can actually like record into that plugin. Like it's a piece of like hardware. Interesting. Anyways, that was the one thing that I bought. So I was like, yeah, you know, spend a little bit of money on a plugin. So far, it sounds it's cool. Sounds good. And then uh, a lot of people say like, oh, it's one of the best like plugins that you can get for mixing and stuff like that, especially on like vocals, guitar, bass, nice. drums, all that shit. And so, anyway, so I'm I'm digging it. So. And let's see. I did borrow from you without me knowing, probably. No, he. I. I, I grabbed it before. Um, that MXR analog delay. Yeah. The one that has like the AC cord and stuff like that. I think we. Yeah, yeah. That's the like big, we talk, thick, thick boy. Yeah, we talked about it before. That you know it was um, wasn't working properly. Yeah. Like the mix, like where it has like multiple outputs, where it wasn't like the guy tried to make it like stereo, but he uh-huh. had the signal was so much weaker. It has a wet dry, mm-hmm. but it but they tried to do uh, stereo, yeah, stereo, and then yeah, so uh, you'd send it to Sean at Lollygagger, yep. and he kind of got it back to just how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you got it back. You're like, cool, put it on your shelf, and you're like, you haven't done anything with Looks it. Looks <laughs> great, Sean. Thanks. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, did you play it? Nope, haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't tried it, so I borrowed it from you. It's a great sounding pedal. Really? It sounds okay. You well, like it? It's really cool, and it's uh, surprising. Like how it's like what seventy, like late seventies or whatever. Yeah. When they came out, um, and it has mix the delay time and the regeneration and stuff like that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what you would want on like. You know, that's what is like. It reminds me of the carbon copy. carbon copy from I what I've read or whatever. It's not really like, yeah. They never say that it's like, oh, it's like I a I think newer... it's a Bucket Brigade style. It, I don't know, but it's it sounds good. Except, I mean, it is noisy. Yeah. And I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, is that my amp? Is it that? I'm like, it's actually, and I just, people's like, that's the pedal. Yeah. That's why most people are like, it's cool. Yeah. It, it's like, that way you don't have the, if you, if you have the mix super high, then it gets noisy. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of just like how the pedal is. Yeah. That's why it's like most people are like, oh, oh. Probably why they made the carbon, carbon copy. copy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, oh, carbon copy has more like well, modulation. Yeah. And- modulation and stuff like that. So, but it's a cool, cool pedal. I'm like, I'm surprised like compared to like another vintage, I guess you could say, uh, analog delay of like the Boss DM2 that you have. Yeah. That is so short for delays. Yeah. It's only 200 milliseconds. This one is... I don't know the specs on it, but it has such a wide range of usable like delay time. I'm like surprised. I'm like, I thought it was just like a limitation. Compared, yeah, limitation of like what they could do at the time or whatever. I'm but like, this is before. Yeah, like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know much about like the pedals and what goes into it, but I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, man, that sounds great. I'm like, would I use that over a uh, carbon copy? No, no, <laughs> it's just a cool piece of gear that you have and I'm like it is usable it's fun should but, get a tape echo now like a real one that would be really cool but super impractical yeah like yeah cause it won't even fit on my pedal shelf you're yeah. right you're gonna need to build a whole nother <laughs> piece of furniture for that <laughs> <laughs> it would be really cool to have like a space echo or something like that but yeah, you get like maybe like an, something that sounds similar I don't know I don't think I want to spend two grand on a or even one grand or even five hundred dollars or even three hundred dollars. <laughs> keep bringing it down. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. No. It's. It's like a. Yeah. I, I don't like. I don't see a comparison between like. I want to, there to be a comparison. Like this is like an older carpet copy. Whatever. It's just a cool sounding delay. It's just way darker. 
than a carbon copy. And when people are saying carbon copies are, are so dark. That's why they made the bright. Like this one's even yeah. darker. Dork. Yeah. No, it's it, it's cool. So I'm like, oh, so it's uh, happy to say that. I'm like, I tried that pedal and it actually does sound good. It's not just like a wall piece, even though it kind of is going to be. Yeah. I'd probably use it on some outboard recordings, but I more, normally would just use the built-in ones. The computer, Because yeah. they're cleaner. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. That would be, so, I don't, it would make it. Unless so, I'm doing something really dirty in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, don't say that. There you go. <laughs> uh, back it up, back it up. There you go, geez. Um, yeah, I guess other than that, I was like, been such a creature of habit. Um, when I just am going to play and record something or write something or just noodle around, I've always been just grabbing my equits, the purple Rayburn. Yeah. Just grab it, always. And I'm like, oh, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm like, okay. And I do have <laughs> oh, my- I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing, playing, I'm playing, playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And we're walking. I <laughs> do still have my Les Paul Jr., the pink one, in drop C. So I'm All like, right. kind of just grab that one and fuck around a little bit. But if I'm ever playing, I'm just, it's always that guitar. I've never seen, like, if I wish I could get a little bit of a different sound. I'm like, no, it's just, the, anyway. I did uh, just grab, like, today- uh, was when I was trying out that uh, delay because I'm like, oh, I've been holding on to this and I haven't actually plugged it in. I'm pulling yeah. a Kyle. Oh, like I borrowed it oh, for yeah, like I'll a, borrow w- it and a not week. Ever play it? Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, let me try it. And that's when I kind of gave my uh, synopsis there and the you know, the the whole pedal. And I was like, oh, let me try different guitars. And I grabbed my um, Red Strat because I wanted to you know play like a higher gain thing going into. It. I'm like, oh, let's try like you know a higher gain pickups because I have the JBs in there. And I'm like. That guitar was like so out of tune. I was like, when was the last time I played that? <laughs> and I'm like tuning again. I'm like, how do f- I do? What the fuck? I guess I have a tuner. I'm like, well, where's my tuner? I'm like, shit, this is quaint to have to tune a guitar. <laughs> I can't be bothered. Oh, God. And I'm like, this is such a bitch. Your tuning guitar sucks. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm just like having to make sure you're in tune or whatever. And then um, it was just weird. I'm like, man, I just, I need to start playing more of my guitars. <laughs> I just yeah. only been playing that one so much that my red strat was like almost like a full half step, like attitude. I'm like, well, Jesus. The weather's kind of changed too. Maybe. But if you, that was a while ago, yeah. you would have known <laughs> yeah, that I mean, it happened. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God damn. I just like, I just don't ever play any of my other ones. But, <sighs> you know, that's just, that, and that's how it goes, I guess. <laughs> The way she goes. So it's been a while since we've done a uh, call out for topics and questions and stuff like that. Yeah. But we decided to hit up uh, hit the up socials. The old, the old bank. <laughs> yeah, hit up the socials. Hit up, hit the fucking dogs. Yeah. And, uh, get you know, post uh, on Facebook and Instagram for any topics and questions. Uh, Kyle, you got some from Facebook? Yeah, I posted on Facebook. Uh, first one here is from Andrew Walsh. Uh, he says... I have an interface coming in the mail with a phantom power option. Please explain. Thank you. Man, should have done research for that one. I thought you knew. (laughs) I know. It's 48 48 volts, and there's some um, mics that, you know, are more, more, it's condensers. Condenser mics need to be powered by uh, 48 volts. So that's why you click that option. Yeah. You know, your average SM57, 58, stuff like that aren't going to get damaged by 48 volts. So if you forget to turn off phantom power, those ones will usually be fine. 
Um, but there's some mics like ribbon mics that can get damaged by having 48 volts on. Mm-hmm. So you're putting 48 volts into that, you know, yeah. powering it. So don't do that. But 48 volts uh, phantom power can also power other like um, preamps or whatever. I have a cloud lifter. So it's like 25 yeah. dB of clean gain that I use with my SM7. So when I'm recording um, podcasts with that, that's kind of on my desk at, at home. And so whenever I'm doing like remote podcasts or whatever, uh, remote recording, I'm using my SM7 with the cloud lifter because without it, it is super weak. Hmm. Like, you know, um, there are, you know, your interface has preamps on it. So, you know, you think of preamps as like coloring the sound or whatever. Yeah. They can. Um, but the interface has a preamp. So when you're turning gain up on your, which I'm assuming is probably a Focusrite, maybe a Behringer, whatever. Yeah. Um, even when I had my Mbox and Digi03 from like a Digi Design, those were preamps. So whatever the mic is going into, you're turning up the gain, you're turning up the preamps gain. So even this Zoom H6 that we have here, um, I, it's the preamp gain. It's the preamp that I'm turning up to yeah. power this. Uh, we use our Sennheiser 835s. Yeah. Anyway, SM7 is really weak. It needs to have a lot of gain to turn it up to like a proper level or whatever. So I'm using the cloud lifter to power that, um, sorry, the cloud lifter to like push the mic, give it 25 dB of gain. And to power that cloud lifter, there's no like external like nine volt or whatever. It's powered. Oh, from the the interface. Yep. 48 volt phantom power. So the SM7 isn't phantom power, but the cloud lifter is. So the cloud lifter won't work. Unless I give it the 48 phantom bolt. So go back to what you were saying about the, uh, you said the SM, what's it, you said that it won't damage those types of? No, if you forget to turn that off or whatever, or like you have- Is like it going to be louder though? Or no. What? You don't even know. No, what? it's it's just giving it 48 volts and it's not tr- doing anything to it. You can also, uh, your SANS amp, uh, your, uh, was it the bass driver or whatever, yep. you can not plug that in to nine volts and if you plug XLR into it and switch it to phantom power oh. you can power that so if that could literally be your only pedal and not even have it like just on the ground you could just like oh it's powered only no by. way it's a cool little option there so that won't you know damage it um let's see what else I know yeah I mean condenser mics or one, so like my AKG is powered by, it's a phantom powered mic, and needs 48 volts. Uh, to see what that really is, um, you're probably going to have to go to like, ask uh, Justin at Tone Control. <laughs> He's going to know a little bit more specifics about it. I just know that they have uses. So your average mic, let's like I said, the 57, stuff like that, and even these 835s, they're not, dynamic mics aren't really going to need it. Condensers will. Ribbons, you'll fuck up ribbon mics, which yeah. uh, I don't own any ribbon mics because they're usually most... Really expensive, right? Usually, yeah. I think you can get cheaper ones, but eh, I'm kind of at a point where I'm buying less and less mics because I'm like, eh, I don't need that because I'm like not miking amps anymore. But 48 volts, just kind of 
research if you really need it and just turn it off when you're not using it. Like yeah. on my, um, yeah, my interface with the SM7, I always just make sure to turn it off. I think it can damage certain things. So just be wary of that. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, Andrew, read the manual when it arrives. That's what Brian just said. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and if you have condensers, they're pro- and look up the mics. I'm like really yeah. looking up, you know, manuals or, you know, the user you get, you guides. Some of, good information there. I like yeah. it. And then you can look at like the polarity of your mics and what the fucking, you know, EQ thing on it, which I'm like, I don't know what that means. Nice. Cool. Let me <laughs> throw that thing away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another one from, uh, let's see, Scott Hamilton. Yeah. He says, as you guys are getting older, are you finding the guitar strap getting shorter? Yes. Yeah. As you get what rounder? No. <laughs> hey, take it easy, pal. Um, no, I just used to always play it super low. I know I was like always trying to do like the the punker, the more punk rock low yeah. thing. Knee was knocker. Like, yeah. <laughs> just always. Ankle breaker. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, that was like the coolest thing to do, like super low. And those Ernie Ball straps could do it super low. Yeah. Uh, always like, it was like, yeah, about like as where your arms hang, that's where it would stay. Yeah, I found with um, a lot of the boutique ones, it's like right where they stop is kind of where I'm comfortable. Yeah. I still like the Ernie Ball ones. They kind of go still where I want to, but mm. I don't know. When they when someone says, "Oh, these are extra long," they're not as long as an Ernie Ball. No, Definitely. the Ernie Ball is like the longest one. Oh yeah, it's uh. <laughs> so I think you know, like all those punk bands would always play them because yeah. like they're so long, cheap and long. Yeah, <laughs> and every and guitar center had them. Everybody talks about how shitty they are and that they just like the leather breaks or whatever. Never had that problem. Oh, the very end. Yeah, yeah. Of like how it's like just like well, probably because we use strap locks or you taped them on. Maybe. You know? Maybe. When you when you pop it in and out over time onto the actual oh yeah locks, okay probably yeah. the part that wears out it like tears okay fine you just poked a hole in that whole bit yeah well it's just like MythBusters over here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they used to be way lower um yeah like you said all my straps are Ernie Ball straps yeah except for my pink Les Paul which is a Dickies strap. Oh, thank God. Um, and that one Keeping is it. as <laughs> low as it can get. Yeah. And it's perfect height for me. Yeah. It's a lot a lot of people raise their guitar when they play mine. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, to me, it's higher than it's ever been. It's probably about like a belt buckle. Like it's higher than it ever was. Yeah, higher than it ever was. <laughs> but it's you know, it's still pretty low for a lot of people. Yeah. They think like, oh yeah, but for me, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm playing, you know, about, yeah, but your belt area, maybe just like a little bit lower, maybe just like a right above your ankle breaker, knee knocker, now it's a gut puncher. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I don't see it going much higher, maybe above my stomach. I don't know. I don't, I don't see that either. Around your neck. No. (laughs) Um, Sometimes when I'm recording, if I'm standing up, I'll like it a little higher. Yeah, I, you I don't do. like arpeggios or more intricate or stuff. To maybe. me, in my head, I make it. It it seems like oh, I have more control. Oh, I don't know. I'm more. Con- I don't know. I I will just get frustrated at times when I'm recording by myself. Yeah, that I try anything. 
I try a new pick. I'm going to try raising my strap. I'm going to try. I need new strings. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah. And so I will sometimes raise it a little higher. So it's like maybe at my belly area. So that, that to me is like super high. Definitely as I've been like getting older, like it's, it's, it's raised up. I think I'm comfortable where it is about belt. Yeah. All right. So we have a, another one from uh, Scott Owen. We have the Scots in full force tonight. There you go. Uh, Great Scott. <laughs> Great Scots. Yeah. Scott's Tots. <laughs> uh, so it says, uh, how do you Kyle so Kyle? Uh, is this for Brian or for Kyle? I don't get it. My friends call me Kyle McDermott, but you can call me Kyle McDermott. <laughs> Just for you. I don't even know. What the, uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know exactly what that means. It's fucking crush a monster and punch drywall. Yeah. I mean, you should see Kyle's hallway. Just like, bam, 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 bam. Well, on, he gave that fucking wall a 57-hit combo. <laughs> I, I bought like a box of like five or 10 monsters. Yeah. I drank them all. Crushed them. I went crushed them. So I was kyling it up pretty good on, yeah. on the Kyle adventure. <laughs> <laughs> on the drive. I need fuel. Yeah. Give me fuel. Give me fire. <laughs> I'll give you that which I desire and you crush them. And, uh, <laughs> I shotgun them. <laughs> All right, uh, we have Colin Smith with uh, cheapest pedal on your board. Um, yeah, and, and he's got another one follow up, which is most reliable cheap tour vans you've seen. Not been in, mm. just seen. <laughs> let's see. I haven't looked at vans in a while, but let, let's hit the cheap uh, on our cheapest quality or cheapest maybe price wise. Okay, on your board, on my baseboard. Uh, probably the tuner. I mean, it's a, yeah, with the gig, the gigging boards that we actually use to play, I would say probably, probably cheapest price one. Yeah. Hmm. Probably the tuner or the Sans Amp. If you look at, I'm sure Sans Amps are pretty cheap. Yeah. People are just getting rid of them like, oh, well, I'm going all fucking DI. Or, or that is DI. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. I'm going is. into my fucking... Whatever. I'm going Helix. all. I'm going all tube. Going straight <laughs> in the amp. <laughs> or, but I've got my BBE <laughs> maximized. Yeah. I, um. Pro, pro, you know, maybe like those are like a hundred bucks now. The uh, the sand amps probably. Yeah. But uh, I think because a lot of people want to go dark glass. Or, are we? Yeah. Exactly. Are we thinking new? Or are we thinking used? What are we? What are we thinking here? Um, it could be either, you know, whatever you want to I say. I knew it would be the tuner. Cause I have the, was it the, it was like under a hundred bucks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Polytune. Yeah, Polytune, the Noir. Yeah. And I think that. Maybe it was like yeah. 120. Yeah. And I think that was pretty cheap because I think I gave that to you. <laughs> He's such a douchebag. No. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> that one, because I gave you that. You're a dickhead. I, I don't remember. I think and it's it's yours, but I don't remember I what, we we, traded well, I don't, what we traded. We traded something. It must have been in one, another one of those trades where we got something where you're like, sucker. <laughs> I gave you that fucking, like, uh, the fucking Hako soldering station. I gave you that. Then you gave me... Um, Sir Riot, I'm like, yes, what an idiot. <laughs> and we're both thinking yeah. that. <laughs> Walk away like sucker. <laughs> we run away. Um no takes back. No, 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 no take back seas. No, no trade back seas. <laughs> I probably the tuner. And yeah. yeah, it's polytune. Those are good. For me, it, my cheapest one is probably the copper sound gravity bomb okay. on my board. 
has a buffer in it, and it's a good like little boost when I need like a little bit more extra, more more betterness. You got it for what, like seventy? I think I got it for like fifty bucks. Okay, so I got it used. So sorry, Alex. Here he knows. I bought it used, and then you sent it back. I sent it back to him <laughs> to fix. <laughs> I think I got it for fifty bucks shipped, and then it was like not working, and I sent it to Alex to fix. <laughs> like, and he did. Thanks. He fixed it. He's like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh I did end up buying a fox catcher. Um but yeah, the gravity bomb is a really cool pedal. It's like you can have it just like like turned all the way down and on just like as a really nice buffer, just like a little bit more. Or you can have it like a full on boost and da da da. There's somebody on Instagram who I think I made that I'm like, dude, they're kinda cool to have both. You can like have like a be cool to have, do a dual uh, gravity bomb enclosure, and the guy ended up buying one. Damn. He, like he had uh, Alex make it. I'm like, damn, stole my idea <laughs> <laughs> to put somebody else's pedal that was designed by him into him into enclosure. I'm like, I I'm R and D. I came up with that idea. <laughs> Stupid for me to think I came up with that. I'm like, yeah, you could just say I'm like, so it was two gravity bombs in one enclosure. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a cool idea. Dang, so you could have could one be a, always a plain on plain signature. Yeah, well, some guy already made it, so fuck it. I'm, you know, already, you know, yeah, already SOL. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, you know, if you take uh, Coke and uh, Sprite and mix them together, I think that'd be good. <laughs> I created, I'm an inventor. <laughs> oh, you're like it's a two kid, third <laughs> kid at like the fucking Seven yeah, Eleven, just like I'm gonna mix different like concoctions here. I'm a fucking mix master. Yeah, I'll be puking later. You'll be seeing me around the corner. <laughs> now I'm just like, I made these. I'm an inventor. I'm like, no, you put two things together, you stupid fuck. <laughs> All right. He's also got, um, wait, did you answer? Uh, you didn't do yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did. It was the the gravity gravity one. One. And then the, the van one. Yeah. The cheapest ones. Um, Is he looking for models? I mean, Econoline's I mean, a, a way to go. I think the- I'd say the most reliable would be Econoline. Yeah. I mean, the better, the better one is the Chevy. Safari. Uh, or that's GMC. Oh, okay, so GMC Safari or Chevy. What do they call that? Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what those vans are, but they're better um, as far as even just weight distribution. If you look at the Chevy vans, like the 15 passengers, mm-hmm. the uh, back wheel is more towards the back of the van. Whereas you yeah. look at the Econoline, the hangs 15 over. It hangs over. So that's really bad for, I mean, it's not really, but if you're loading up the van. So probably the, the, but the Econolines are cheaper. If you get a 12-passenger yeah. van, Econoline, that would be pretty good because depending on the size of your band. Well, everyone's moving to those new transit style. Mm-hmm. So there should be a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, as far as reliability. Um, I'd say the Fords have always been. We've always rented Econolines. They're fine. But, I mean, as f- what we're going for. I'm oh, like, it's a Chevy Express. Yeah. The Express are... The they're nicer than the Econolines. Yeah, they are, and um, they look very similar. But they, <laughs> yeah, just the way like I I never noticed. I think I'm in a DIY touring band form or whatever on Reddit, and somebody says like, "Oh, that's why the Econo or the Econolines are cheaper and they're not as good for loading up like heavy. If you load up a lot of shit, they're probably not good. Just yeah. weight distribution. Okay, that's why people go for the you know the GMCs and Chevys. So. Those would probably be better, more reliable. I don't know pricing on any of this stuff, though. Yeah, vans are expensive. It's going to be hit or, hit or miss, because, like, these are 
you're going to be seeing a lot of these coming to the used market now that are like at the end of their life. Totally. You really yeah. be careful. Mm-hmm. I remember we looked at one that had like some issues. Yeah. Like uh, a lot. Yeah. It was an older one too. It wasn't like a, a newer. Yeah. It was probably already 10 years old or more when we, I think it was older than that when we were looking at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the brake system, your dad popped open like the brake reservoir and it was like all rust, like chunky rust. And your dad's like, no, don't. No. Nope. Like, you're going to be cleaning this out. And if that doesn't solve the problem, you're going to be replacing this stuff. He's just like, that's just probably the, the, they just, she said that, oh yeah, we just had the brakes worked on. Like they didn't change the brake fluid. <laughs> well, they, they added chunky brake fluid to this thing. I don't think so. Anyways, that's a specific situation, but mm. but yeah, no, I mean, kind of. Uh, even uh, Aaron, you know, Racine, he's yeah. like he's working on his Dodge, and he's like, well, he's able to do the work on it, but he's like, I'm just keep on changing more and more things on it. Yeah. So you have to, if you have the ability to, then maybe it's worth investing in an older van or something like that. Um, I think those Ram vans are cheaper than anything. Right yeah. Now. But I mean, yeah. Probably. Uh, if you're looking if newer. If they're reliable, though, that's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, he said cheapest reliable, you know. Yeah. So probably Dodge <laughs> would be the way to go. Those, yeah, well, the reliable part. It's like I was on tour and a Dodge van broke down a bunch of times. So Yeah. Well, that thing was also really old. <laughs> really old, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if you have the ability to, I don't know, to work on something like that. Definitely, I would go, especially with touring, whenever that starts up again, Less is more. Bring less, less stuff. If your drummer is a five-piece, you know, uh, kit, bring it down to four. Yeah. Leave a symbol. Like, forget it. Like, if you were, you know, eight, ten, go to four, ten or less. Yeah. If if you can go smaller, I mean, there's other vans you can go to. I would much rather go on tour again in a 12-passenger or even a minivan. Yeah. Because it would be, if we do go again, it would just be three of us. And then, yeah, way less gear. But that's, I don't know, that's that's my thinking ahead, and I think a lot of people think that way, too. I'm like, I do, of course you want to play, and you want to play with your biggest gear nicest because it looks cool and stuff like that. Yeah. Some local friends of ours just go, and they, like, bring one guy, oh, God, I think they were doing two 810s and two 4x12s. It's like, it was a three-piece band. I'm like, why? Well, why? there's more room on the stage. It looks cooler <laughs> three-piece. Yeah. It just like oh, fills up the sound. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It does not fill up the sound. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's a cool stage presence, but it's like people in the crowd do not care. No. They do not care. Like they wouldn't care if you played like, you know, a one, you know, by 10 little like just a cab for you to hear and then just play, went out of your HX stomp. They'd be like, yep, sounds cool. Yeah. And I could be like, well, it'd be a lot cooler if you had a fucking high full stack. <laughs> anyway. Well, we got uh, another one from Colin Smith. It says, does gear that is strongly associated with an artist kind of count as signature gear? For example, Rusty Box slash Trainer TS40B equals Steve Albini. I think that equals Johnny Ray. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Johnny Albini. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I think it, sometimes it does. Like, yeah, you... But not, it's not always like a hard rule, but it's maybe in your own uh, head, in your own mind. Like you could think of a Les Paul Jr. with P90. Yeah. What's, who's that for you? Uh, that'd be Billy Joe Armstrong mm-hmm. and countless other artists, right? But 
or it would be him or um, Johnny Two Bags Social D. Yeah, that would for me. Those two, even or, though tons play. Yeah, if like somebody bad religion apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's like oh, only 52. just straight to the end. Only yeah. fifty two, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know there could be signature looks of guitars that's yeah. like that's the one. Um. Yeah, it's it really depends like depends on every person what they think of and they see. So not um only signature gear, but it's like you know. For me, if like if I think of like even the other way by the person who what do you associate with them? You know, it's like um I think of, you know, Brian Fallon from like Gaslight Anthem. It was always yeah. Telly, even though he played tons of different guitars. Yeah, but he for would play, live or for No, even live, he would play a bunch of different ones. But to me it's a telly. Oh. It's like a dash telly. And even when they got to the point to do a rig rundown for Premier Guitar, he wasn't playing Nash anymore. He was playing like actual Fender custom shops because he was yeah he had the big money. enough yeah. And Fender would probably give him, cut him deals, whatever. I still think of like Nash, like Tellys, yeah, which are not cheap either. But it's like comparison to like the Fender tele you know custom, custom shop, shop ones, yeah. like oh four or five thousand dollars. You can get like a Nash one for maybe under two grand. Probably way less. Yeah. But, I don't know. It really just depends. And, you know, artists change sounds and guitars so much, but it sometimes does stick in your head. Like, um, maybe because it's so iconic in our mind, and some people don't give a shit, but, you know, Tom DeLonge, it's like I always do think of, like, a dual rectifier, or sorry, no, triple rectifier, and a fucking 100-watt JCM 900. Even though he's he like towards the end of you know Blink, he was playing AC30s and twin reverbs. Yeah, completely different. It's completely different. Yeah, but I still think of the Mesa. Yeah, so I think you can. I mean, can associate that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that's kind of what we do as humans is like we see something that reminds us of, you know, that yeah. you know, let's say two things together will remind us of someone or something. Yeah, especially it, when it comes to music, mm-hmm. you know, and you just keep. Mm, Either it's just like you see it all the time with that, or you're mentioning you're mentioning the um, piece of gear, product, or whatever it is with that person all the time that you think about it. You know, with yeah. them, like I would say, um, sometimes uh, people post about like, oh, the the joke I think for me is like orange Evertune anime fractal, and I'm like, yes, all those are true. Yeah. That, yep. I like all those things, <laughs> and that's become you know I think synonymous with what I like and what I want. And eventually, I would say you know I would really like it if my purple equits become synonymous of me and the band and the YouTube channel and everything because I'm like that's what I'm playing. Yeah. It just has to get out more, and I have to be maybe literally seen with it. Yeah, more and playing shows with it. Cause I'm like, that's gonna be the amp that, or not the amp, but the guitar that I play shows with. Cause I'm like, yeah, we, I got that in, you know, the sh- lockdown, COVID, da da da, sh- you know, no shows kind of thing. So I'm like, eventually when we start playing shows, that'll be the one. So, then I would say with you, I'm like, what you would go with is always probably going to be your butterscotch P bass. Yeah, it's like that's and not a, a, and a broken ankle. Yeah, I got <laughs> my, my broken cankles. 
<laughs> but it's you're not like you have so many other instruments. But it's like, yep, yeah, that's gonna be the one. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, I don't think it's wrong to associate it. No, you it's totally not. Can. Yeah, 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 totally. And it's like just like in your head of like, oh, uh, we've done it a bunch of times. Like, what's the um? Yeah, close your eyes and uh, what's the strat? Uh, what's the strat that you envision in your head? Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, I think red, we both white, red with I don't know three single coils. Yeah, and it's like that's the stratiest strat in my head. And we've done that before. Yeah, yeah, you just associate certain gear with you know artists. I'm like, it's not necessarily their signature, but. It can be their sound. I know it's like Stevie Ray Vaughan yeah. was always like a Strat with like two tube screamers. It was like, that was like, oh, that's, everybody's like, what can you get his sound? I'm like, he played 13s. I'm like, was he the only person to ever play 13s on a Strat? No. Yeah. But that's what you associate with. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, brought it over to Instagram. Got it. You know, got some over here. So let's see. This is from Everyday Guitarist Demos, uh, from YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Ask this one. So it's a, yeah, everyday guitarist uh, demos on YouTube. They're pretty, uh, pretty cool guy. I mean, he's like, like his channel. I been talking to him, trying to get him on the show. We want to do some like collab videos and stuff like that. Cause he is doing a lot of the same stuff that I'm doing on YouTube where he's like taking a pedal and making a pop punk song with it. I'm like, dude, I do the same thing. Dude, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And he's like, dude, that's sick, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, cool guy. Uh, check out his channel. But he asked this one. All right, this one will be easy. The first band you were in. This one. Playing Without a Pilot. Yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I was in a um, kind of a screamo band. I guess my first one. No, I guess Playing Without a Pilot was my first one. Yeah. And then I kind of left because I sucked. And I came back like a year later. And guess what? And I still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just got him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess the answer is, yeah, Playing Without a Pilot. But I guess I, in the meantime, between that, I played bass for like a screamo band, shitty name. It was called The Residence. And then with a like, Z, right? With Z. Oh, Z's. Multiple Z's. Two Z's instead of like, and then people just kept saying, you know, that's a band, right? I'm like, yeah, but we have Z's. And I'm like, I didn't come up with a name. I joined it after. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're like, that's fucking stupid. I'm like, I know. But it was so fun to play and get like a first show, a couple shows under my belt as bass. And then I came to play guitar and back to play guitar and play without a pilot. So... Yeah, that's uh. So the answer, real answer, is playing without a pilot. Is our first yeah. and current band. <laughs> I played like a cover band for one show, but it was like not really. It's like a play. It was just not playing like, a show. Yeah, it wasn't not no. like you're in it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, this is from Pseudo Embrace. Your dream rigs. We've talked about dream rigs before. Well, um, I've told different ones, but I'm like, okay, what would? Yeah, what would? Well, I think with bass, I think I would like. Uh, it was the 8200 yeah. with the matching cab. The A10 Sorry, cab. the A10 cab. I'd take a 410. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I think I would want a custom shop Fender bass, but I still want it the same specs that I have on this one. Maybe Nitro instead? Maybe. I don't know. The I don't have a problem with the, with the poly. Yeah. Slick when yeah. you sweat on it. Yeah, you wouldn't do anything different, really. You I just don't get this. So. Well, not that I would do a different color. I wouldn't just do butterscotch. Oh man, I thought you'd do the. Could exact... you do the buckle rash on the bag? Yeah, oh, that'd oh. be hilarious if you got a custom shop version of that exact oh, base. God. It'd be like a three thousand dollar <laughs> base. 
<laughs> it'd be easier to try and just search for that exact yeah, one on and e- get it on, for seven hundred yeah, or eBay or Reverb or something like that, or just even like literally like driving to different stores. Yeah, dang, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Commission the exact same. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. It would be. I don't. I think that would be cool to have a another base. Yeah, and I would, but it would. I would. It'd be really boring because I'd set up exactly the same. Yeah. Nothing, no, nothing, nothing really different. different. Yeah, because yeah. it's been such a charm. Such yeah, a dream. it has. It's been a great base. Yeah, I've never. I mean, it'd be nice because it's it's coming up on I don't know how many years now. Things getting old. It's uh twenty almost twenty years old. Yeah, you got another thing. Yeah, three more years. It'll be or two more years. It'll yeah. be twenty years old. Yeah. Damn, that is old. And then, uh, yeah, because the I mean the the frets are showing, mm. showing it. Yeah, the frets are showing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like stainless steel. Yeah, I could, I could just get it refretted. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. I'm not gonna get a new neck. Mm-hmm. The no, neck God, is that's, great. Yeah, that's fine. You can get a cheaper neck with. You can get everything set up for cheaper than put. Not yeah. with the nitro. Not with a nitro or a poly. But mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, no pedals and nothing different. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I really need anything crazy. I, I would just want another amp to have to store. Yeah. <laughs> At Co's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really think of another, like a dream rig. I would just love to have another bass that I already have that I know works really well. Just be nice to have another quiver or another arrow in the quiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, maybe just a different version of what the rig that I have currently, because I'm pretty, ha- I, this one might, <laughs> this a great question, but it, our I'm gonna answer. Be, I'm going to be buried with this one. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a great question, but it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the fractal. I like the, uh, FR like powered cab. I would probably, if we're like, oh, you know, dream and playing bigger, I would probably go, uh, the XFX three rack mount with, uh, uh, you know, uh, actually powered amp from the same matrix, that yeah. same company. And then I could use whatever cabs I wanted. Maybe, I don't know, yeah. um, orange four by 12. And then everything is kind of going into that. And I could, you know, use that as like a port, you know, a in a rack case, it would really be similar to what fluff uses and plays with. Yeah. But he is going the helix route. Cause I think he got, you know, a deal with helix or eight line six and stuff like that. And I would have like, you know, wireless setup maybe and be kind of cool and then be like just a stepped up version of what I have. But I'm like, I have nothing, nothing wrong, nothing to say about what I have currently, <laughs> which I mean, that's a good question, but it sucks. Our answer sucks. Like, I know. We kind of already really like what we have. Yeah. Which is a good place to be. I don't know nothing wrong with that. So sorry, pseudo embrace. <laughs> I mean, there's some Gibsons I want, but I don't know if they would, I would want to play them like live. Like I already have, uh, I've talked about before, the grabber. Which was a dream base of mine. Yeah. And I love it. I just don't think I'd want to play it. So yeah. I'm trying to think of a rig that I want to play live. And yeah, even my guitar, I'm like, I'm super satisfied with. You just get another, just get another. Equids. Backup equids. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably. Same color. No. If, okay. If I, if, I, if I did, I don't Yellow. need any guitars or anything at the moment. I would probably do it. Yeah. No, maybe another equids. Orange. Um, Maybe. Like I, I'd have to go with the p- pastel thing. Yeah, to yeah. Keep that going. So maybe like a yellow or something. Like a peach. 
me like a yeah. peach. Uh, mm. Like you see those yeah. uh, SGs like in that color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe something like that, but I would probably go his hollow body route. Oh. Something a little different. And then I'd be like, I'm putting Evertune in that too. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably be like, no. Would he let you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe just another backup equits and just that would be cool. Yeah, I, li- I like what I have. So maybe just another version of what I currently have. Yeah. Let's see. This is from uh, Derek from the Tone Control. He asks, uh, can I be on your show, please? <laughs> uh, you already got no it band. once. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, get another crossover with those Yeah, guys. definitely. Yeah. They're doing stuff over, uh, they're doing like, kind of like, they record their podcast like live on Discord or whatever. Yeah. We should try and get on that. All right. Yeah. But yeah, well, uh, you can come on our show if we can come on your show. <laughs> so, uh, 37 effects. As, did Texas survive the pink knife tactical assault? <laughs> did you bring your knife with you? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah of course go. I did. I'm going to Texas, dude. Of course. If I could just like flicking that thing around. <laughs> Check it out. I'm just trimming my nails in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, totally survived it. Did, wait, did Texas survive or did the pink knife survive? What did he say? Did uh, Texas survive? Oh, yeah, barely. Barely. <laughs> you're lucky. You're on watch. Well, I, I, I brought a lot of guns. We fucking shot a lot. So yeah. that was part of the assault. Just to fucking like. <laughs> it was fun. It's fun. I, I kept like like asking him, like, did you get back at those fucking boars or pigs or whatever that scared you that one no. time? <laughs> well, that, yeah. You should have went on like a you're, you're, like, Rambo style. Yeah. First blood. Yeah. Just fucking anyone, any one of those fucking pigs. They spilled first blood. <laughs> yeah, you were like, it was at night or something like that, didn't you? Like, it, Yeah, I, we had like a close encounter with a boar. Yeah. It was pretty scary. It was big too. Yeah. It like bumped into a tree and scared the shit out of both my brother and I. Yeah, you should have went back and just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> rub face paint and wait in the bushes. Yeah, just waiting for it. It's not even the same one. No. That one's probably dead. Yeah. But <laughs> you just probably got hit by a semi truck. Just annihilate all of them. <laughs> yeah, we saw a lot of, I mean, this is animal wise. I mean, we saw a lot of animals while we were driving at night. We saw some boar. I almost hit a coyote. Yeah. While driving. Um, the morning we were leaving to drive home, a deer. I almost, I got like within a foot of hitting it. No way. Yeah. And I was going really slow and I saw it and then it did like the, oh, 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 which way am I? Oh, I'm just going to cross right now. Yeah. And I have the guy behind me who's like, who's like pushing up against my bumper. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Do you not, you can't see the deer. Yeah. Dickhead. And you're probably from here. So you're like, oh, fucking hit it and just keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't own a rental. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I don't have a, anyways. So Yes. Texas survived, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> no. Let's see. This is one from uh, Hippie Picks. He says, talk about Hippie Picks. <laughs> oh. Do you know um, anything about Hippie Picks? Yeah, they was talking to the guy. He was doing, probably when he first started following us, he was talking about like uh, they were doing this challenge with a bunch of like uh, boutique pick makers. Yeah. Where they were just making the thickest picks that they could that <laughs> oh. are still playable. I think this guy made one. Um, the video's on his page, but he's making one that's like it's like grabbing like like a table, like or car, cutting board or something. It's like <laughs> you ever see those end green cutting boards? Yeah, like, they're so it's thick. like three inches wide or something. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but still being able to play it. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, Is it sharp enough that you can play. Yeah, 
<laughs> you can play with it. It's like, yeah. God, carpal tunnel. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> it's, this is my speed pick. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it makes a lot of like, I don't know, kind of like, so it has, they make some like arrow head looking picks. So it's like kind of just like uh, picks. There are different shapes and stuff like that. So nice. there's, I don't know, so many like boutique style guitar picks and stuff like that. So I would say, yeah, check check them out. And there's, oh, I think they, I think it's him, but he also makes one where it's almost like ergonomic in the way that it's like shaped like your hand, like you would if you're like, you know, like a, a mouse on your keyboard, okay. like, you know, keyboard mouse kind of deal, how it's like kind of sits a little and like your hand would just like lay on the pick and you can still play like that. It's like, all right. It's dude, a pick though? Yeah. It's like, these are weird. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, a little out of the ordinary from your regular Dunlop. All right. Phones. If yeah. someone's got some, if they actually have carpal tunnel, that might be great because mm-hmm. it makes your hand, your hands at like rest basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I was just thinking like, oh, that's, that's yeah. But I guess that serves a purpose. Yeah. It was just something like, oh, that's why I'm not a doctor, but I'm just <laughs> guessing. I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is lastly from uh, our friends at the Palapalooza podcast. So I've been on that show a couple times. You can check out the episodes I was on. I think I was on maybe uh, last month or whatever. Yeah. It was just uh, Troy and I. It was a, Yeah, it was a fun one. So let's see. He writes Christmas gear list or Christmas gear wish list. Hmm. Uh, for me, I'll start. I want the uh, SM7B. For yeah, the, the microphone. Not the SM7 because those are like the vintage ones. Yeah, I always say SM7 be like, SM7B? Because I looked up SM7, I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Why'd these get so exp-? Oh, they have like the, they look like machine guns with the with the great, like the drilled, like grating around yeah, the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the- Like $1,000, th- like $1,200 for a used microphone. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I want COVID. <laughs> used microphone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I want SM7B. Uh, I want to get a, a MXR Temi. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I want that uh, new fuzz from Boss. Just <laughs> 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 um, The MXR Tremolo. What do you got? What do you got? I'll think. Oh, yeah. MXR Tremolo. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, let's see. I don't think I need it, but I, I would, I don't know. I'm like thinking about, I talked about it on an episode with Johnny. I'm like, I'm thinking about building up my own bass pedal board to okay. use with uh, uh, just in case, just to have something a little different. Um, so far, I've just been using the same exact settings that you do, and it's fine. But just to maybe experiment a little bit more. So I don't know. It's like, oh man, well, I guess I need to get a dark glass. <laughs> Fuck. But I don't know. I... I really dig the sound of those. And then I was like watching a video because of course, like all the videos that you could think of usually are done already. You know, like comparison comparison videos of like the Sansamp bass driver or whatever, the one that you have. Yeah. Compared to um, B7K Ultra, uh, which is what I'm eyeing from, you know, Dark Glass, which is like their, it's like one of the best bass preamp drive pedals di deals um and i'm like a lot of the like the tests i'm like for playing with pick for playing like you know finger style for playing like you know, da, da, da. i'm like people are like and i even i was i'm like yeah the sansam does sound better really? all these i'm like well it has like more options and stuff like that for tone sculpting but sometimes I'm like yeah just the sansam was i guess easier and just yeah yeah damn so it makes me think i'm like if i were to get something else get a like, fly rig dude no, at the same example. No, I, I do like the idea of changing your stuff. I'm like, 
And I was looking at um, Bardic Audio. He's got the Thunderclap, I think. Mm-hmm. That little, it's like a MXR-sized, um, yeah, kind of bass driver deal. It has XLR out, so I think that would be oh. kind of cool. Um, I think he's only got one left at the moment, but I am broke, So, but wishlist, that would be cool. Or even, um, yeah, I think that's kind of just maybe some bass stuff, but it's it's at a point I'm like, I don't need any of this stuff. I'll just yeah. use yours. But, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's yeah. why I get it. I mean, yeah. I can't play it all at once, you know. We should try, though. Uh, I'd like, I think to, it'd be cool to get a sub, I guess, for my setup out 100%. here. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to steal that too. I would love to get a sub woofer. Yeah. Cause I hear like, you know, I can't hear all this, all the frequencies I'm adding to some of these songs I'm making. Mm-hmm. And I have to just trust that they're there or see it appear on the screen. I'm like, oh, that frequency is there. It just, my headphones don't pick it up and the speakers don't pick it up because it's so low. Yeah. Might be nice to have a little bit farther into that zone, you know? Yeah. And I don't even really play music and mix that loud, but to, to have that too, it's like when you know, it's like once you hear it, like, yeah. like, oh, we can oh get okay. rid of that now. Yeah. Let's yeah. try and get that out. And sometimes I'm just, um, I never ever wanted to get into this, but I'm starting to just like, you're, well, from doing the demos or doing like videos for song, like songs for videos. I'm just like, I'm having to learn how to mix. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. With everything, I guess a lot of what I'm doing, it's just like, maybe just I have such just uh, hard stances on things. And I think it's very apparent, like, you know, um, documented in the podcast from the beginning of like, I just fuck this. Duh, 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 I hate wall hangers. And now I'm like, wall hangers. Is I love them. Um, for guitars. And then, you know, I'll never do videos for YouTube. All right. So I got a camera and <laughs> yeah, I'm doing exactly. it. I, bu- I bought Final Cut Pro. <laughs> And, um, I, I never mix. I just, we just sent it off to, and now I'm like, I'm learning how to mix and I bought a plugin. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing it, everybody. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I don't know. So I think, uh, a subwoofer would be sick. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't, I wouldn't run it loud. I just want to hear what's going on. Like I added some 808s just to hear how they sound. I'm like, you add way too many, but I can't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it sounds like in a song I just made. Yeah, because you're using my old monitors, which yeah. are like four-inch speakers or three-inch yeah. speakers. They're not very big. Now, I probably should get some. That would probably be a good one just to get a whole set of just, big, bigger speakers and a sub. Yeah. I don't even know how those would uh, connect into the... Uh, does just connect into the... So, depending on what you get, uh, yeah. the one I was looking at was cause just because I have the HS5s for Yamaha. Yeah. I was just going to get the Yamaha sub uh, sub because yeah. I'm like... They well, work. That's not supposed to be matchy. <laughs> There's certain things that I'm just like very, I'm like, just match them. That's fine. When I'm looking at cameras, I'm like, all right, uh, Sony makes lenses, get those. And then Brian's telling me, no, you can get these other ones that are cheaper for this brand. But you know, some of them are good. I'm like, I'm just going to get Sony because they make the lenses and they plug into that. <laughs> I, I haven't bought anything yet, but it's to me sometimes like with the monitors, I'm like, just get the same brand. Fuck it. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I'm a brand mother. I'm a brand fiend. Yeah, <laughs> that you speak in my language. That's why my Fender bass only has Fender strings <laughs> oh, from the factory. <laughs> Rusty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I play a Fender strap on my Fender guitar, and I wear my Fender T-shirt with my Fender fedora. <laughs> I think it was, uh, yeah, Brixton started making Fender fedoras now. What? Yeah, and I was like, oh Fuck. damn. 
like a Brixton's lame now? And I'm like, damn, I kind of want one of those Fender. No, <laughs> gotta get a Fender Fedora. <laughs> uh, laid <milady>. it <laughs> with my Mountain Dewey's and fucking Honey Mussy <laughs> tendies. Um, anyway, what I've seen is uh, you take your main left and right. Uh huh. You go plug into the subwoofer, and out of there oh. you plug into each of your monitors. Okay. Your left, right. Got it. So you're able to Makes control. Yeah, so that's picking up all like the low frequencies and then sending the others to the monitors. You can kind of control. And there's other ways too where you can set up different monitors to like, um, if you have a monitor switcher to where it's like you can plug your sub into that and then so you can turn your sub on and off. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's going to be a no for me, pal. I'll just have them on the whole time. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And then I always seem to be just uh, cables. I always seem to need more XLR yeah. cables, which I'm getting rid of my uh, quarter inches. And I, I, this year I'll probably end up buying more XLR cables. So, yeah, that seems All to right. be, I don't know, kind of it for the wish list. So some cool stuff, some boring stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it for the questions. Thanks so much for uh, Thank you. the, you know, everybody uh, for the topics, the questions and everything. So let's uh, get on out of here. Sorry, a little tired this one. I'm so, I think you were fine. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, man. This holiday season is kicking my ass already. Boy. Yeah. My arms are tight. Boy, am I. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, let, let's, uh, let's you know, get the last bit of energy, the energy boost. Let's do the, it. Get the boosties and get on out of here. But, oh, fuck. Totally forgot Sean's. Okay, this one, um, last but not least, uh, from Sean Wright at Lollygagger FX. Let's see. He says... Or he asks, so when we get a handle on COVID and things go back to normal or as normal as it can be, do you see uh, playing out changing or evolving into a streaming format or playing live and streaming or streaming just getting dumped all together? You know. Shit, that's tough. Is yeah. that, I don't I don't know. Some of his, well, his uh, little tidbits here or his little like tags onto that he's like me personally this pandemic has opened my eyes to what's possible and what you know we thought of like still doing streams and seems great and a good opportunity for when people go back you know to things Mm because you can reach people all over the country and the world so i what do you think no i for shows locally to go back i think it'll be a while. Oh yeah. And for touring uh on a small scale is going to be a long time. Just to make that even like at all profitable. Like you had to be like our best shows were like packed houses. When we we're on tour and you we were a small band so it's not like we're getting guarantees. Yeah. It was just basically yeah, depending on like what the door was and people there and like yeah it really depended on that so but bigger bands I could be like okay well you know uh, Green Day Couture you know yeah I think that would be tough though I mean I see what you're saying they gotta kind of pave the way first you know is that what you're saying Maybe kinda not. yeah so like normal shows are gonna be a while before that happens uh-huh. and it, I don't know I um this sucks. I don't want to be so uh, gloomy about it, but I was like seeing on um, 
because like um, things have changed so much in this like since March. You know, uh, we saw like you know Nam was canceled for summer, and people were like, oh shit, that was pretty immediate. And then even like canceling the uh, winter Nam in 2021 in Anaheim, and then who knows about if they're going to do summer Nam in Nashville for 2021. I'm guessing probably not. Yeah, I don't know. And then um, you know seeing. Uh, bands planning, they cancel stuff, but they also replan it for summer of next year. Yeah. And then, um, it was on Fluff's page or his, uh, Instagram or whatever. He put, his band was supposed to be going to Europe this year. And that was like, no. So they like rescheduled it for going to summer 2021. He's like, you know, yeah. uh, He's like, maybe question mark, like something like that. It's like, you know, keeping my fingers crossed, but maybe in yeah. June and July. But it's like as it's getting even closer, he's like, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if think, uh, if it'll be a combo of streaming slash, you know, live. I mean, like I would assume yes. Still, yeah, you'd have a few people, the people that could attend. I think it's going to have lower, live, you know, actual live attendance, and yeah. then they'll stream. They'll do their best. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think um, venues streaming. I don't know. That's that's different because there's so much more overhead to have like something like Casbah. I think they've been doing live streaming shows. Yeah. I'm like, how much of that? It, like a fraction of the revenue that they would have gotten from actually having oh, shows, yeah. selling actual beer. You yeah, know? I know. that's um, where most of the money is on the bar. Yeah, because you can pay like eight dollars for a PBR. I'm like, okay, they probably yeah. made. Eight dollars off of that, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, I mean, the idea of bands like street live streaming and playing shows—that's what I want to. I want us to do. Eventually, we're you know gonna work and um, get our live stream show and stuff like that yeah. done, and we want to try and make it maybe like a every other month type thing. And even when shows go back to normal. Like even like, and I said I think I've said this so many times. Like if they go back to normal tomorrow, I still want to do that because there's people all over the country that could potentially watch your band and be interested and maybe buy your music or stream yeah. your music or whatever. But they can watch the live stream, and they'll never, you know, I, I'm honest and I'm like I doubt we're going to be a huge nationwide touring band. So there's people on the East Coast. That would never ever get a chance to see us. Yeah, that could watch us. And if it's a good enough live stream that sounds good and looks, you know, looks good, and it's like, yeah, that's different than being on a show. But some people can't even don't even go to shows, but they would be like, oh, I'll watch a live stream. Yeah, we'll maybe see. they'll donate two dollars or whatever. So I do, yeah, I do think that it's going to continue. And I, you know, a lot of people are, you know, utilizing live streams and stuff like that differently and. Uh, just in the conversation I had with Sean, it's like, oh, he's like, he had mentioned, it's like, you know, JHS was doing a live stream. I think they've been kind of like diving into that on their YouTube channel. So I think, you know, JHS has a big YouTube presence. Yeah. Like with his videos. Cool or not cool, depending on what, if you like JHS or his videos or not, but he's got an audience. So he's been utilizing that for live streams. So that builds up his brand and community and stuff like that. So I think people are just looking at it differently. Like, oh shit, this could actually be something. Yeah, and some bands are just like, "Oh yeah, I'm not going to dive into that. That's lame. I'll wait till shows come back." I'm like, "Well, could be a while." And also, I'm like, "You know, you have the opportunity to do something like that, so try it." So, 
Um, yeah, I don't see them going away. Yeah. And then maybe things are going to be when you're able to do both. Like I, why not do both? Yeah. So if you have the means to, some people don't have them, you know, they don't have camera, audio, any of that stuff. So they might not be doing it, but I don't know. For us, I would say we would want to, and I would like to play shows again too, but there's a difference too of like, you know, playing, you know, Tuesday at, uh, 1230 at night to like nobody or closing the bar, you know, whatever. And then, uh, playing a live stream on a Saturday at like 6 PM. I'm like, cool. That's <laughs> seems a lot yeah. easier to do. Definitely. More people would want to go do that than the Tuesday 1 PM, 1 AM gig. Anyway, but yeah, uh, thanks Sean, Lolly Gagger for thanks uh, everyone. For, yeah. yeah. And, uh, thanks everybody for the, the topics and the questions and stuff like that. These are always fun to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry if I'm a little tired this episode. I feel like I'm just like, fuck, getting my ass kicked over here by the holiday season already. But let's get on out of here. Just want to say thanks so much for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast. If you like what you hear, you can follow along on social media. We have a Facebook group. Search the Tone Jerks. You'll find it. And we're also on Instagram at the Tone Jerks. And links to both of those are in the description. So wherever you're listening to this, you can uh, click it if you want yeah, to read what I write. <laughs> There's also a link over there to our Patreon. You can help support the show for as little as $1 a month. But if you double down for 2 bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. Yeah. And you get the whole back catalog of all the other episodes. A grip. You get an RSS feed, and you put that in your favorite podcatcher. You get RSS link, and then you get the whole feed in yeah. your favorite podcatcher, and you get the whole back catalog. So there's two separate podcasts, actually. So Pretty much. Um, yeah. yeah. So you get the the premium patreon one which is a you know some people say they like that more than the, the main one which Get is on good it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's only two bucks so um just for the support we wanted to say uh you know thanks and uh, give you a huge shout out a sizable acknowledgement kyle you got a list over there got it right here oh once you give it to me bab ba- you call me babs <laughs> you call me babs hey babs you- you gonna do me a Barbara Streisand, your best one? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't. I can't do. It. I don't I'm not know familiar with a single fucking song of hers. No, not at all. Not enough to even riff on it. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously. Uh, so let's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm gonna read these it's names. Like, shut up. Shh. <laughs> Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast. <laughs> Doug King. Doug Christ from 37 Effects. Abe Newman. Michael Newman. Nicholas Ogburn. Nicholas Payson. Colin Smith. Jason Fuzzmonger. Joe from Like My Pedals and Will from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Rom Yorn. Jamie Davis. Johnny Ray. Steve Mike. Steve Rao from 60 Cycle Hum. Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast. So I'm not, not even interrupting you. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I, I am running with it. I was yeah, I'm like, doing really well. It's like hearing your voice. You're back. Yeah. 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 I was doing, you fucking ruined it. You fucking, ru- you just storm <laughs> off. Fuck this. You can read the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you can read. 
read it like one of those them French girls. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I, I, I I look at it and it's just like coloring book. Yeah, it's like <laughs> butterflies and hearts. The and fuck is crayon? This? It's just like a pop up book. That's the only way you know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Alvaro Viramontes, <laughs> Brian from Nutter Guitars. <laughs> the cow goes moo. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Chipson of Chipson Guitars. <laughs> This is my weekly reading. I need to, it's like, <laughs> was it the, the book off or whatever it is where you like sign, your, your parents sign off on how many books you read? <laughs> oh man, I always, I always I just lie. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, wow, Kyle, you're in the whatever, green zone. Hell yeah. Yeah, I am. Better give me that fucking personal <laughs> pan pizza, <laughs> pizza hut. Is that what you got? <laughs> yeah, it was something about like, if you read so many books, you got like a personal <laughs> pan pizza. God, what if these kids are starving? You're just like, <laughs> you better read to eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. I think I did that once where I just like, I think I just, I don't remember what I did. I, I probably lied to get it. And then I was like, oh, you got to go to Pizza Hut to do it. And I want to bug, bug my parents. I'm like, I want the personal pan pizza. Like, no. We're not going all the way to get you a fucking pizza. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> You're the only one who gets the Yeah, eat. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's I mean, how they get you. I mean, you mean I lied my my through my teeth to get this fucking certificate, <laughs> and all I get to do is hang it up on the fridge. This is fucking bullshit. I'm never reading again, and I never did. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh man, we what? should just get a bunch of personal pan pizza. That's how they get you. That's how they get the parents. It's like, well, I can't just buy one kid pizza. Yeah, I gotta it's get like, yeah, three other fuckers that yeah. want to eat this. Plus, my, my, you know, I gotta eat. I think personal pan pizza is kind of bullshit. Yeah, because like that's not I like personal. the alliteration though. Personal pan pizza. Yeah, that's how. That's another. That's you how know, they actually, get you. You know what? They sold it to me actually. <laughs> <laughs> like any pizza is personal. Oh you know, yeah, every every pizza is personal. But it's like I mean, I take it fucking personally. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> That's what I was trying to set it up as, but you you took it right out. Yeah, you're trying to say like, oh, every per, every pizza's a serving, every, a single serving pizza, whatever the fuck. If you try you hard enough, yeah, yeah. But I was yeah, gonna say yeah. it's personal to yeah. you, like you're invested in this. You guys business. know where the jokes are going. Come on, you know where we are. Sean Fahey, you know Sean who this is. Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop, Sean Wright from Lollygagger Effects, Juan Ortiz from Tone Hungry Effects. Mike Oxbig, Hugh G. Rection. <laughs> I have to space them out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's not really. I gotta get, not, my, get, my, get my jaw ready for those names. Maybe they, <laughs> kill uh, unhinge that. Yeah, hey, I lose my jaw uh, a little no, bit. No, maybe these are real names, though. You ever think about that? Maybe, maybe we're making fun of them and they're really, they're pissed. Yeah. They're like. They're they're, they're ready to move. They're fucking knocking those doors down, <laughs> <laughs> hands free, <laughs> like a SWAT team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> battering ram. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh shit! Zach Hale, Eric Marrow from YouTube, Scott <laughs> Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast, Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices. And Jonathan Jeruzic from 12th Hour Devices. Oh, there we go. Boom. All right. Thanks, Let's everybody. Go. We will see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.
It's all podcast is just for us. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. That was good. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs>